Welcome to Creatives Having Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Jared Kessler, your host and fellow creative who's helped a number of highly recognized agencies and organizations grow their brand and bottom line. And now, would like to share my personal and professional revelations and realizations from all that I've learned along the way. Because being a creative is less about what's being shared online and more about what it's like offline. So welcome to the unedited and unrehearsed Creatives Having Conversations Over Coffee podcast, where I try and help you better navigate life as a creative, even during those uncreative times. Are you or someone you know in need of a senior copywriter? Someone with a proven track record of helping well-known agencies and organizations grow their brand and bottom line? Well, you're in luck. Visit my website, Jared Kessler Creative, for more information. Yes, me, Jared Kessler, the host of this show, has over a decade worth of experience writing copy for some of the leading ad firms and brands around. And from idea to execution, has done everything from commercial, video, and radio scripts to print, digital, social media campaigns, and more. So if you want a senior copywriter, major agencies and organizations have come to rely on for the last decade, who shows up on time, does great work with good people, is just as professional as they are creative, plus can work cross-functionally with both creative and non-creative teams and so much more, then contact me today at jaredkesslercreative.com to see how we can work together on all your creative copywriting needs. Because hiring some random inexperienced person online or some friend of a friend is one thing, but so is knowing how to write, direct, and transform key marketing data into millions of dollars in sales. Again, visit jaredkesslercreative.com for all of your creative copywriting needs today. I look forward to working with you. Hello, hello. Thanks again for joining me. I really appreciate it. Super nice day out. And I feel like that helps, no doubtedly, undoubtedly helps, helps the mood. Gosh, this, I'm in Portland, Oregon found out there's like a Portland somewhere else in the United States, but I'm in Portland, Oregon, and the weather has been really shitty the last few weeks. Um, and anytime the sun comes out is definitely a great day because that means I get to ride my motorcycle and riding my motorcycle puts me in my happy place. And it's always a great day when you have something like that to look forward to. With that said, I want to talk about marketing yourself. I think things have come a long way to where it's okay to talk about yourself. It's okay to put yourself out there and say how good you are, humble brag, whatever you want to call it. I think that's a part of marketing these days. And I think the more and more people that like certain things, of course, the more and more eyes are on you and the more and more people get to see what it is you do. I no, I was not very comfortable. Excuse me. I was not very comfortable with this a number of months ago, maybe a number of years ago. I got super irritated and frustrated, but I've come to realize that it's just it's it's part of the game. And I think that if you can't be an advocate for yourself, then who will? Unfortunately, you have to be the one to sell yourself and market yourself however, whatever you want to call it to me, sales and marketing are are kind of synonymous, but you have to be the one to talk highly of yourself and sell yourself because let's face it, no one else is, unless of course you have a manager and and whatnot, but we're, we're not talking about that. 
Um, I think that probably the first and most important thing is being comfortable doing it. And I think like I mentioned, um, I think the reason why I originally got into copywriting in 2006, I studied it, didn't really do it. My first website was called The Kick-Ass Copywriter in 2008. And the reason I initially did it was because I was good at, I want to say talking about myself. I was good at selling myself, whereas I think a lot of people aren't, especially as creatives. I think people just put up a portfolio and they think that's, um, here's my work, you either like it or not. And I think I always took the approach of building a brand. And uh, I think it really helped me um, get work versus others. Um, you know, I think when I first started, um, uh, well, let me back up. I have a few things on my desk. One is a CD I did from 2006. For those of you who may or may not know, I was, um, uh, I'm a musician as well. I did the singer-songwriter thing and I'm a multi-instrumentalist, if you want to call that. Um, if that's what you want to call it. Mainly play guitar. I used to sing, uh, play keyboard, and I do like orchestra and bass and stuff like that through the keyboard. Uh, put out about five albums, opened up um, for some bigger acts, tons of smaller acts as well, back in the day, pre-internet. So I don't think you're going to find anything online um, of me, but I wound up um, uh, calling it quits in about 2006 I probably pursued it for about 10 years um you know trying to get um trying to build a following all that other stuff um suffice it to say um it was a big I, I learned how to send out um uh press kits they called it back in the day um where you make bios and um you know newspaper clippings and stuff like that I've got dozens of articles written on me back in the day on local papers. Um, probably the biggest one is uh, play, uh, a magazine called Gig Magazine back in the day. Um, back was in, uh, I think, one of the issues. And it was how um, all about how I would book shows and, uh, you know, promote myself. And um, after that, um, I shortly got in, or discovered copywriting and um, uh not sure if I mentioned my first website was um, uh, it was a blog. I started doing WordPress blogging about simple, unconventional insights for you and your business. I was a consider myself always a small business, not so much a freelancer back in that day. Um, and then met a guy named Matthew Goldfarb who was working at, who used to work at Ogilvy and some of the massive ad firms. Um, put together something called the Telesummit, as well as um, um, a community called the Black Sheep Project on Ning.com. Um, grew that to a few hundred people, uh, put out my own, uh, put a book, did a, uh, a teachable, um, um, uh, class for copywriting 101. Um, uh, gosh, I'm like, what is the title of it? It's copywriting 101. <laughs> um, and, uh, and from there, you know, um, just did a lot of, a lot of other things, but I think, my my point is this, is that step one is that, I, listen, I was never shy about promoting myself. Um, and I think the first part, my point is, is that you have to get comfortable selling yourself. You have to get comfortable about talking about yourself. You have to be comfortable in knowing like where you, where you are good and where you're not. So I think like, um, 
I am very upfront and that I'm not a super technical person. Um, I don't like a lot of medical or technical jargon, um, but I could do very high level stuff to where if you, my thing is, um, if you need a different way about talking about the same old thing, that's me. How do I find new and innovative ways to talk about this product or sell this product or, you know, um, and as long as it's not deeply technical, iOS or super complex white papers and super complex things because my brain doesn't go there, I, I could do anything and everything. And I have over the years. So I know my strengths. I know where, but I also know what I'm not. Um, so I think, um, one, being comfortable and selling yourself two knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are, focusing on your strengths for sure. But understanding when people say, Hey, can you do this and that you could always say, well, I'm not, I can, but I'm not the best at it. Here's why, where I am best at. And this is the kind of person that I am. I think where people get in trouble is that, um, and listen, I'm I'm guilty of that. I had a uh, you know a handful of places where I'm like I thought I could do something and I I I just could not. Um, actually, it's maybe one or two places that I could think of offhand. But um, I think it's important just to be honest with what you can or can't do, um, because you're going to get yourself in trouble if there's something, um, especially if if companies are paying you a lot of money to do something and you can't. Now, if you're confident enough and able to find out how to do something. Go ahead, for sure. But there's something to be said where it's like if you're in deep and you don't know how to do a brand guidelines for a completely new brand that's a multi-million or billion dollar brand, there's going to be some trouble. So anyway, um, the other aspect I think of this is um, is being different than everyone else, right? It's like I think there's that whole your unique selling proposition, what makes you different from everyone else that does what you do. You know, these are things that I think you really have to think about and position yourself as someone who's different than everyone else. And, you know, a lot of times, even for me over the years, I had to think like, who were getting copywriting jobs? And a lot of times I was finding like, people were hiring like people with master's degrees in English or teachers and stuff like that, just because they could write. And you know, there's a few things that I have on my own website in terms of how it's different and how I made, how I showed myself as being different than, um, uh, you know, somebody who has an English degree or somebody who has this and that. Um, and for me, it's that it's because, you know, I have a proven track record in growing sales. I think sales are different than grammar, right? Grammar is one thing, right? It's super important. There's nothing to be said. Listen, there's editors who are extremely important in the process, but at the same time, they're not people that could, could come up with different creative, five different creative ideas of how to write a headline, turn that into a, a commercial, a radio spot, a snippet, and take the massive amount of feedback and still keep the initial idea intact. Uh, so, you know, it's knowing that, um, you know, uh, where you're good, where you're not, but also knowing what makes you different than everyone else. I think that's marketing 101, and I always go back to the basics. Like, why you? What makes you different than everyone else Everyone else that does what you do? Um, and, and do it. Listen, and I'm a big believer. Um, I've got a background in direct response marketing. Um, I work for a lot of agencies with that, which is very much um, about uh, – getting 
the, the highest amount of return for your dollar. So everything is A-B tested. Everything goes out. And, you know, and that's why for me sometimes it's always about, like, um, I've, I've launched my own things to know that, like, get ex- when you get excited about an idea, it's great, but you don't know how people are going to respond until it actually goes out into the world. That's why I'm a big believer in A-B testing or direct response marketing is because you have to get certain things right to a point, but you can't just keep going back and forth and, and, and just making all these kinds of changes without sending it out into the world, seeing how people respond, getting that data and feedback back to somebody like me, making the necessary changes, who knows how to process that data and sending it out. And that's another, um, and, and that's what makes me a little bit different as well. I have a degree in psychology. So I like looking at the data. I like looking at like what works and what doesn't work. And I like knowing how to look at something and change it and say, oh, that headline or that thing didn't work. Why? Here's why. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, be comfortable selling yourself. Know where you're good and where you're not good. Be different. Don't just say it. Know what makes you different and highlight that in everything that you do. And I think at the end of the day, the last thing I think for me that's the most important thing is being honest. And I I really feel that this is something that's really overlooked. Um, I think now I'm kind of going through some of that stuff to where I, I think some things are sometimes frustrating for me where... Um, some companies, um, I feel like oversell me on a certain role and then I get in and it's nothing like, (laughs) nothing like they say. I remember there was this one, um, one company I worked for a little bit ago and the creative director, um, or the, I think it was the copy directors was always like, this is fun. This is awesome. You're going to love it. It's just like really fun and everything. Like her one word was fun. And I just like, and I would get into these scenarios and be like, listen, this is not fun. A 50-page production-heavy agency or organization where I'm writing things that are just like so unfun and uncreative is just not fun for me. And it constantly, uh, you know, became something like that. So I think that we have to be honest with ourselves just as much as we have to demand other people to be honest and say, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, these are some things that I can do, but I don't know that I can do this. I'm willing to learn, but here's my strengths. And here's some things that are like, I'm not really strong at. So if you're comfortable with that, listen, that's fine. But if not, then I may not be the right person. Um, And I think in the long run, I think that'll go a long way, especially these days. You know, you see what's going on in the marketplace about a lot of dishonesty is eventually catching up to a lot of people. And I think the more honest you could be um, with, you know, who you are, what you love doing, what you don't love doing, I think it's a win-win for everyone. Because the last thing you want to do is be stuck in a place that, uh, you know, around people you don't like working with, doing work, you really would rather not be doing. So I hope that helps. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.
Well, that concludes another Creative Conversations Over Coffee podcast with me, Jared Kessler. If you like what you heard, please do me a favor and leave a review as well as share it online with others you think would benefit from this. Listen, if there's anything that we deal with and has a detrimental effect on all of us, it's this feeling that we're the only ones dealing with certain things. And I want to say and get this out to people to let them know you are not alone. So please do me a favor. Again, share it, leave a review, and uh, let's kind of have this community of people that are here to help and lift each other up. Okay.